Morticians of Reddit, what is the most bizarre slash uncomfortable slash creepy etc case or situation you've had to deal with? Dad was a coroner, if I recall correctly, before switching to doctor, I can never remember the details correctly for the medical staff, but pretty much the body getting examined was a former birthday clown. There weren't any external wounds, so he figured the cause of death was internal. The guy had gastroparesis which to my dad meant, cool, stomach contents should be in good shape. His team opens a dude up and sees this flurry of stuff. There's partially digested birthday cake, that edible confetti stuff, freaking streamers, and about a dozen pills of Xanax next to all of it. Dad sifts through the stomach some more and sees what looks like a sponge of some kind. He pulls one out, and it's a freaking sponge dino that comes in those capsules you drop in water. He finds more about a small bomb's worth. He thought he was getting freaking pranked. The story pieces together, as the clown decided to end it with the Xanax and alcohol, he gets a store-bought cake, and eats it with everything on it, then chases down some dino sponges, just for the heck of it. Well, I suppose if you spend your whole life trying to make people laugh, you might as well go for one more in death. Doesn't exactly fit the criteria, but I'm gonna tell the story anyway, I come from a smallish town. We have one mortician and everyone knows him. His daughter dated my cousin during this period of time. One year, a different cousin got into a bad car accident right outside of the county and died on impact. Of course, they called it in and he was asked to come down to the scene and retrieve the body. He was told the estimated age of the girl, the make of her vehicle, and which direction she was driving on the highway. The age and vehicle make match that of his daughter who was visiting her boyfriend at the time. He couldn't get a hold of his daughter, so he showed up at the scene fully prepared to be picking up his own child. Sadly enough, this scared him so badly that this was the last funeral he ever performed. Eight years later, and he still visits my deceased cousin's parents regularly, just to check in. It's clearly stuck with him. I can't even imagine that kind of fear. As well as the sick relief you get when you realize it wasn't your baby girl, but somebody else's. I don't blame him one bit for being messed up by the experience. My ex-in-laws were in the death business. They told me a story once about the county attorney whose wife had passed away. The family was very wealthy and she had a mouth full of gold fillings. The attorney demanded that my in-laws retrieve the gold from her mouth. This required using a dental drill to drill down her teeth and dig out the gold. My ex-father-in-law complied with the attorney's wishes, but he felt physically ill about having to do such a needless step to this lady. I had an old man insist that we remove his wife's neuron bud transmitter, which he insisted, and that he could resell it. It grossed me out. He also offered to drive the corpse to the funeral home. I said, no. He got irritated and said, I want a funeral on the cheap, no mass, no fuss. Classy. Most bizarre, particularly difficult family. None of them could agree at all on what to do with their dad. One faction wanted burial, the other was demanding cremation. After much shouting, they finally agreed on a compromise. They wanted us to cut their father's body in half. That way, one half could be cremated, and the other half buried. I had to explain to the unfortunate arranger, who at this point looked beyond exhausted, that no, we could not saw a human body in half, because that would be very illegal and very messy. 
most uncomfortable. I'm 5 foot 3 inches and was about 120 pounds at the time. I was sent on a removal at a private residence with my supervisor. We get there, and the family of the deceased consisted of half a dozen or so very tall men, every one of them well over 6 feet tall. Coincidentally, my supervisor was also male and unusually tall. They greeted him cordially, but as soon as I entered the home it was like a switch was thrown. Every single one of them looked at me with pure contempt. I was not spoken to, only stared and glared at. They would not allow me to touch their father slash grandfather. I was shouldered out of the way and blocked by the grandsons. I don't intimidate easily, but I had a wall of hostile giants staring me down from inches away. Once the deceased was on the gurney, they even refused to allow me to push. They assisted my supervisor themselves. It was really really uncomfortable. The only thing that my supervisor and I could think of was that they didn't think I was strong enough to lift the body. Being small, I do get that from time to time, but people were usually trying to be helpful. This was pure anger and hostility. So maybe an irrational explanation, they were angry because they were sure you wouldn't be able to physically handle the job. They were sure that you were going to drop him or something. My dad slash brother, whomever, just died, and now I have to deal with this clown who is just going to make everything worse. It's like going to a party knowing that you'll hate every minute of it, so you're ticked off before you even get there. It's irrational, like I said. Not a mortician story, but my dad was in the Coast Guard in the early 70s, stationed in San Francisco, between the Golden Gate Bridge and Bay Bridge. They would get a lot of jumpers, and the coasters had to retrieve the bodies. At night or in bad weather, they would sometimes take hours or even a day or more to find. One day they retrieved a body and the body was being eaten by crabs. Dad said there were more than a dozen crabs all over the body. The body was basically a big piece of crab bait. Some other coastie on the boat is pulling the crabs off the body, putting them in a cooler. Guy says to my dad my wife loves Dungeness crab and apparently was notorious for being the guy who claimed the crabs. So he was eating the crabs that were eating the dead bodies? That sounds like indirect cannibalism. I mean you could always just feed them something else for a few days I guess. But still. Frick dude. Uncomfortable? Being trapped in the morgue alone during a hurricane. Our morgue was basically in a basement type situation and the hospital was near a main waterway that flooded. I had to move all the bodies to the highest cabinets, pray that the generators would keep everyone cold, and stand on my desk for about 2 hours when someone finally came for me. Bizarre would be drowned guy who was dead on arrival, and once locked up in the cabinet, a tapping noise started coming from him. It was a crab that had made itself at home inside of him, and when it got cold, he wanted out. Creepy was when we got some people who were doing bath salts and had eaten other people. They looked crazy even in death. I have this picture in my head of a little crab going. I say, old chap, would you mind letting me out of here? It's getting bloody cold. He may or may not also have been tapping with a tiny cane. It was a spider crab, so not quite dapper or little. A lady I work with used to pick up the bodies for the coroner. One time, they had to collect a woman that was laying in a very hot attic apartment for a couple months. All of her liquids ran out onto the floor and dried, and when they tried to pick her up, she started coming apart like an overly tender turkey. Her cow orcas sent her to the van to get more bags, and when she got back, he had finished bagging the lady. Classy. Changed how I think about turkey. I know a mortician 
that had to deal with a morbidly obese guy that died in his bathroom and melted onto the rug, so they moved him with the rug still fused on him. They needed four people to move him, and he just kept falling apart. It was the summer months also, and the smell was described as being unbearable. He still loves his job, though. Not me, but my cousin. He works at a funeral home, and helps pick up bodies, do the preservation steps and make up. Anyways, the most disturbing story he told me was about this about 30 year old woman who came into the place and planned out, then paid for her whole funeral. Few mornings pass, then my cousin gets a call from the boss telling him that he needs to go and pick up a body. Of that same woman. My cousin asks where the body is, and the boss replied without back. Turns out, the lady had planned to commit suicide. She paid for the whole funeral, laid out a big tarp behind the building, and shot herself. The silver lining, is my cousin said, that it made for really easy cleanup. That story still haunts me. We have a similar story, but the woman was elderly. Killed herself in my backyard, and I drove right past the body without seeing it. No tarp though. This is really sad. So so sad. Not a mortician, nor is this a mortician specific story. I figure you just want creepy dead body stuff, was an EMT that got access to bunch of places and experiences cause I'm me, hanging out in the morgue, picking the brain of the guy on shift during graveyard at Martin Luther, had a corpse sit up on one of the gurners while mid conversation, I go pale, he just looks at me and says, they do that sometimes. A friend of my husband does organ recovery and has told us many many stories about the weird stuff that happens to dead bodies. He was working with a new guy on his first night on the job and the body they were working on moaned and sat up. The new guy passed out, so my friend just propped him up in a corner and went back to harvesting corneas. I don't want to know what it takes to get used to that kind of thing. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please consider leaving a like and subscribing for more videos like this. Don't forget to leave your stories in the comments below.